Hey, Lou. What's up, Max? Do you hear that? A baby bird. That's the sound of the beginning of the Max and Lou show, episode 22. Episode 22. Hi guys, I'm Max. I'm Lou. And today we have a very special guest. He is the third Kelsey who has been on our podcast and a little bit more grand because he's the father of the other two. Today we have Craig Kelsey. Great to be here. Great to be here. <laughs> Thanks for coming, Craig. Yeah, no problem, Lou. No problem, Lou. Um, you want to take that mic? You, you can it. hold on to that one. Me and Max will bounce this one back and forth. Yeah, really, really appreciate you coming over, taking the time out to talk to us. We know that you're a busy man, obviously being the father of... Too busy, too busy. Of, yeah, <laughs> two of our good friends and a couple other kids as well. So, But it's been a long time coming, actually, because I remember last year on Sean's birthday, we were at your house talking about having you on the show, and then we had our little, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it, hiatus. And a whole freaking year later... We're back, and you're you're here with us to talk about some cool shit. For sure. So we have different topics to talk about, and for the beginning, and I think it's kind of special, and having you on here for the first time, I've actually added a new segment to our podcast that you don't know about. It's called Today in History. So we're going to grab the date and see what's happened on this exact day, but in any year in the past. So I grabbed two things. We have a lot of things to talk about, but just to start off, decided to grab a couple things. So first, we're going to go back to the year that me and Louis were born, 1994, on June 12th. And I'm saying June 12th because we're actually, we're going as far as, because today's not June 12th, but when the podcast comes out, it'll be June 12th. So on June 12th, 1994, just to keep it current in a way, you know? Nicole Brown Simpson and Ron Goldman were found murdered outside Simpson's home in L.A., and O.J. Simpson was later charged. On this exact day was when they died, and O.J. was convicted of murder. Do you remember where you were and what was happening in your life when that happened, Craig? Absolutely. Um, me and my wife were actually watching a chase from a bar not too far from here called King Arthur's. There was like a chase, like a car chase. Yeah, the Bronco. You, you guys. That means Sean. That means that means. Oh, that's That right. means Sean got, was just born, like was a week born. ago. Sean was just born, and OJ was being chased. He was in a white Ford Bronco, and he was being chased by the LAPD. See, it's funny because we never followed the trial. You know, we were just born out of that generation. Where, but I heard that follow, following that trial was such a moment for like yeah. so many people. Yeah. It was pretty, pretty crazy. What else, Max? As for that day, you said you had two things. Yeah. Okay. Well, we don't need to go too deep into O.J. Simpson. Yeah, we know fair. who O.J. Simpson is. <laughs> and the other one was from... Hey, 90- love don't fit, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, see, that's funny because I'm curious if that's honestly where the term came from. If the glove don't fit. <laughs> that's like, where it came from. Oh, that's crazy because that's pretty much... Mo- well, here's, another, here's a question for you. Do you know who his lawyer was? No. Mm, come on. I, I don't. I don't know any lawyers. Who was his lawyer? The Kardashian's dad. 
Really? Is that yeah. how he became famous? Yeah. Is that well? I mean, that's. I mean, I'm pretty sure he was popular Bruce? already. Bruce, but no, not Bruce. The um, I I forget his first name. It slips my mind. But um, that was Kim Kardashian's dad was his attorney. Isn't that Jenner? No, that's the stepdad. Okay, that's what you I mean, thought. Caitlyn Jenner, yeah. Yeah, and I knew there was some sort. Okay. That's wild. So their whole fuck, their whole family has been involved in something that should just cause some controversy. Yeah. So in this exact day again, so June twelfth in nineteen forty-two, mm. for her thirteenth birthday, Anne Frank got her diary. Today is her birthday, and she turned thirteen and got her diary on this exact day, June twelfth. And, and that means that this is pre-Holocaust. Right Just, before she yeah. went into hiding, because yeah. Anne Frank's diary. Yeah, well, I I believe the the Holocaust actually started 1940s. They actually started rounding. Yeah, rounding I don't know when they got up, but I, I you know as far as she, she goes, I mean you know, yeah. I know she was in hiding. You know, I don't know when it ended, but yeah, she she was in hiding. Probably 1945. <clears throat> Yeah, it says the period of the Holocaust was 1941 to May 8th, 1945. Yeah. So she lasted a year and a half during the Holocaust without getting caught. Make sure you have that in your hand before you tell Yeah. Yeah. It reaches pretty far. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was kind of crazy on this, like, yeah. I don't know. And it's going to, we are going to talk about a little bit about World War II, and I don't know if it's just a good segue. Just talking about a little bit about history, because you know a bit about World War II, and I can say... I don't know much. <laughs> like, yeah, just a little bit. I mean, you know, it's you know, you learn it in school. I mean, I'm surprised you guys didn't learn that. You guys didn't learn it in well, school. We at we all, did, or? but it's it's how much you retain because like I know you follow it and like you find history interesting, especially wars and things of that nature. I don't. Uh, the only thing I remember is U Ulysses S. Grant. He was a general of World War II, right? No. Uh, <laughs> Well, he was a uh, United States president, but that was during the Civil War. That was in the 1800s. So, like, you're a little, See, off, you're a little he, off the mark It's a president there, who was in a war, though. I got it. <laughs> he was also, to be, to be fair, I mean, he was also, he was actually washed up from the military, retired, went back into the military, um, I guess because Lincoln, at Lincoln's request, and, you know, he became one of the greatest generals of the Civil War. Well, I'm sure that you and know this, but did States. you did you know that there's that new documentary about him? Is that why you're bringing that up? I mean, I didn't bring it up, but that's why I said his name, because I know about it. Do you know about that, Craig? Yeah, the new I, history? Seen, yeah, doc, the miniseries? I'm, I'm not a real... Yeah, I've, I've seen the uh, coming attractions to it. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not a real um, Civil War, you know, buff, you know. What's, what would you say is your favorite era of... Not necessarily war, I guess, but American history. Um, or if, no, yeah. What what if, what what period of war would you say you're most intellectual about? I I honestly I would probably say, any period, even if it's back to the Middle Ages. What yeah, period I, I of war? I would say I'm more more or less into like the whole uh, Roman conquest over the course uh, of 500 years. We knew that. We knew that Craig was into Romans. Well, yeah. Yeah, and you know, and you know, and medieval. I mean, I guess the medieval era was kind of you know their fall the fall of the Roman Empire was pretty. You know, the Roman Empire was epic. At that time, what the world was, they basically ruled all of it. Pretty much. At least well, two thirds of it. Uh, two thirds of the known world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, under that control. Now, are, all right. The Byzantine Empire. Do you know the Byzantine Empire? Byzantine Empire was a. Uh, Wasn't that Turkish? Was a, that was a branch off of oh. the uh, Roman Empire. Yeah, so yeah. The Roman I Empire so. split. 
into two empires, uh, Eastern Empire and Roman Empire. So, I mean, the Western Empire. Western Empire was, um, they followed what all the other Roman emperors and, and Republican leaders. And then the Eastern Empire was, you know, formed under uh, Constantine, or before Constantine, but he yeah. was one of the last, you know, as far as that had the East and the Western Empire together. Byzantine, though, is that not the Turkish area? Uh, today it is. Yeah. I mean, it was it was conquered by the Turks, but it was, you know, Orthodox, you know. Uh, so that could even be your ancestors. Christian, well, uh, not mine. <laughs> I don't know about that. You know, I like I said, you know, I've, I've gone my whole life thinking I'm Irish, and then I find out, um, you know. You said you have Turkish in your blood, the, did you not? Yeah, 1%. That's, oh, okay. that's not really a lot. Yeah, well, let's, go into, <laughs> let's go into that ancestry real yeah. quick. Ancestry. Oh, boy. Yeah. Speaking of ancestry in Irish... I want to make a shout out to our Irish followers yeah. because, real quick, we're, we're going to get into some things, but recently me and Max were looking at our followers and we found out that most of the people that listen to this podcast are located in Ireland. We don't really know why. We could only assume it's because one of our episodes was labeled Luck of the Irish and we had a long talk about Irish heritage and things like that. So, shout out to those people in Ireland listening to us, and keep fix, on listening. I'm going to fix that real quick. Definitely not most percentage of our viewers, most besides USA. Fuck it. <laughs> Runners up, you guys are still cool too. Yeah. Hey, listen, let's see if we can get somebody uh, to email you guys back or get back to you guys, and uh, let's find out what Pug Mahone means. I'm not really sure what that means, but I heard us a couple of Irish guys saying that once. <laughs> Let us know. We need to know what those guys were fucking saying. What is it? Pugama? Pugamahone, I think. Pugamahone? I think that's the way they were saying it. Pugamahone. Sure. Irish. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Craig has the last name Kelsey, and for a long time, he thought he was of Irish heritage. You want to take that from here, well, Craig? Kelsey's actually a, um, uh, it's a uh, southern um, English name. Um, so, but my grandparents were Irish, or so I thought, because they came, you know, um, second generation back, they come from Ireland, um, so I, I was raised my whole life thinking I was Irish, and then, you know, you get the DNA testing done, and you find out you're, uh, 80% something else, Scandinavian, so, and there's no, not as, you know, not not even one percent of Irish in me. Nothing. <laughs> I have more Turkish in me than Irish. So that's that's the funny part of it. You go your whole life celebrating, wow. and you're out there. Yeah. St. How about? Day parade, how, I was just you gonna go say, how about St. Patrick's Day for yeah. you your whole life? Oh yeah, you know, I, yeah. <laughs> like that's oh. your heritage. You're like, yeah, this is yeah. from my guys. Yeah, yeah, you know. uh, meanwhile, yeah. I was part of that Viking conquest, I guess. Wow. Yeah, because it just means that they took over, and like you said, because so much of Ireland was taken over. The heritage doesn't know that they were just not even from there ever. Their heritage never was in that land. It came from whoever invaded. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of explaining to do with this DNA. So, I mean, a lot of people going around thinking that one thing, but really there's something else. That's why I always say don't judge. You know, it is what it is. People are people, man. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you know, like I don't. My parents ended up doing a heritage at one point. What's crazy because we thought we were 99% Polish and then we had to have had Turkish in our DNA because one of our grandfathers took Turkish blood in the war. Yeah. So it had to have like even whether or not you view it that way it probably worked with that in our blood that we had Turkish and Polish. But we ended up finding out that we had a little bit of Native American in oh, our wow. blood. Wow. How is and my parents are like how could that possibly have fruitioned from 
anything to oh, them wow. being in Poland. There was, oh, there was, I wonder, there was, I wonder was, at this point if you got to pay taxes. <laughs> <laughs> there, was a, there was just one Native American. You something going on here. <laughs> there was one Native American who just felt like becoming a scholar, and he went out to Poland and mingled with the white people. It had to have been something along those lines that at some point someone with it didn't even have to be a hundred percent native. A, a Polish, a Polish explorer came from um, Listen, from Europe I, and brought back a Native American. I think, I think this whole uh, nationality thing these days is just border driven. I honestly, I think you can't judge a book by its cover. I think everybody's a mixture of everything, and yeah. I even think like the way travel is now, it's not like it was a hundred, two hundred years ago. Uh, they're so intermixing. I think a hundred years from now. There's, you'll be lucky you find a person that's 100% of anything. We live in an so. extremely diverse world yeah. today. And one thing that science has never up until today been able to do in our known history is get into the deep, deep testing of DNA that we do today. And I know there's a lot of people out there that talk about the interesting aspects of the, the, the strange findings of dna studies yeah. specifically one that graham hancock talks about i don't know if you know who graham hancock yeah. is you've been in the car with me listening yeah. to some graham hancock before anyway he has recently brought up studies that were done in south america in the the amazon rainforest where native tribes so not like people that have come far evolved you know to the point where they're reproducing very often you know they live in a world that's fast-paced and stuff like we do yeah. just people that are very primitive in their dna of people in the amazon rainforest is dna that comes from australia yeah and it oh. just like it, it makes you question you know like what what exactly does that really mean and what does that really say about who is what and what, like you well, said, you the difference you know, of ethnicity and however you want to put the, it. The thing is, you know, you, you know, you had, you know, intercontinental travel, you know, way back when. I mean, you know, you had people from Russia walking into straight into Alaska, walking, you know, so you had all these tribes. Who know? Who knows what was going on? So I don't believe into this whole, you know, not to offend anybody, but I'm not into the whole Columbus theory that he discovered America because, A, you can't discover something where indigenous people, people live already unless you, yeah. unless you discard them yeah. and say it doesn't matter because you think you're more intelligent. He was the first of his kind to find this place. That's the yeah. best well, way I to mean, word I that. Mean, well, I he mean, was the first I, to put it on the world map. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> like, it's proven fact that the Vikings were here. And that's yeah. even debatable, too. That's yeah. even debatable, it's, too. It's proven fact that the Chinese were here at some point. I Look, mean, people walk this through is what it, DNA it, explains. It, it used so, to be connected yeah. through, and yeah. then it got broken apart. Who really knows who came to and from before, uh, what, what was it called, that was breaking off, uh, it was, how was it called? Like The it Land was, Bridge? That was going across from, I think, like Canada over... Yeah, to, it was called the Land from Bridge. From Alaska to Siberia. Yeah, yeah it's like, called like yeah. the, the Trans-Siberian Land Bridge or no. some yeah. shit yeah. like that. Trans-Siberian Orchestra. I thought that was a band or something. <laughs> Yo, funny story about them. I actually was a grip on uh, one of their music videos for really? that song. Yeah, and I was making some good money. You were a what? A grip. They're the guys that do like the lighting and they set up oh. the sound and stuff like that. Yeah, with a friend of mine. So. I don't know. That's yeah, crazy. That was pretty good. For well, I was actually there for the for video the Trans Siberian Lambert. This is going back into the Siberian Orchestra. <laughs> this is going back into the nineties. Probably like ninety. Probably like ninety six or ninety seven. That's crazy. Because that. they're still yeah. big. Like, they still yeah. put out 
shit. Yeah. And so that was pretty interesting. But yeah, get it back to the DNA stuff, man. I mean, if you guys, you know, we could talk about the Sumerian stuff and stuff like that. That's I'm big on the DNA topics and stuff. If you guys. Well, what do you have to say about the Sumerians and DNA? The whole um, fact that they had. Um, well, there's this. They had pictures of the of the structure of DNA. I forget what they call it, the yeah. triple helix. They had yeah. pictures of triple helixes. Yeah. So there's there's a lot that that fascinates me about that. So you have um, what? It was, I'm sorry. What is a triple helix? I don't know. The triple helix is the structure of DNA. Come on, man. Oh, okay. How it's three and it twists. I can't really make it with my hands, yeah, yeah, but the tri- that's, it's, that's I what I believe. That's what it's called. The triple helix. Can anyone? Can you confirm that? Yeah, something. Like it's the shape that the kind of the DNA is, yeah. like that there, rotating there's ladder. A, there's actually one good guy, um, this guy ladder. named Lloyd Pye. He, he's yeah, he's deceased now, but um, he's um, he was like a world-renowned geneticist, and he basically put it out there, like you know, it's it's funny that we know the DNA coding from every creature in this planet, from you know even the dinosaurs to fishes, mammals, insects, birds. I mean, we know, but we don't know our own DNA. You know what I mean? It's like we go from like A to H and then it picks up again at M to Z. So it is like this missing link and they're always trying to find this missing link. They're always looking and finding it. So it's fascinating to me, you know, and when you look at the DNA this guy did the research on, he he passed away from cancer, but you can look at his research online and he had a lot of books out. Um, a guy's name was Lloyd Pye, but he, uh, you can actually see where our DNA is, is actually fused. Now, like, like medically fused. What like is his name, Craig? Lloyd Pie. So Lloyd. You, yeah. So when you look under Pie. Yeah, I think it's P I P I E or P I Y. P Y E. Yeah, P Y E. All right. I'm sorry. Thank you. You got him. Yeah, that's him. Okay. Yeah. So he was. Uh, he. This guy did some serious research on the topic, and it's interesting. You know, just you know, take a peek at it. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of interesting things when you get deep into studying um, the human genome and um, the evolution of humans. Uh, From what I know, there's a lot more findings coming in recent years of, um, I don't know how you would would put it, but specimens, I guess, that are dating back much farther than we've known. You know, they've told people that humans have only been in the Americas for tens of thousands of years or something like that. And then um, recently they've started finding human skeletons upwards to 200,000 years. Yeah. And, um, you know, that just makes you question more about, like, where where exactly did we actually come from and um, how much about our history well, do I, we actually I, know? It's kind of funny, you know, when you when you look at through, like, the whole history of it, it's, it's kind of funny that... You know, the Bible is kind of mimicked several times, you know. It started off like, wow, what was that? You weren't kidding about the opening of the show. This is <laughs> That was scary. Um, that sounded human, right? Yeah, it was yeah. probably just a I don't cat. know what that was, but I think maybe it's the topic one. But, um, yeah, they're so out, you... They're out there. <laughs> yeah. So you can, you know, it's interesting when you go back to the beginning of it all. You know, you got the Sumerian tablet, which is a thousand years older than the Bible. And then, you know, the Old Testament came out. And they're still finding fragments to that. Like, you know, like the Dead Sea Scrolls and everything mm-hmm. else. But then, you know... And the Dead Sea Scrolls were only found less than 100 years ago. Yeah. In actually, all of our histories, they were found, found less I, than 100 I, years I ago. during the 1940s or 50s. Crazy. Like, some kid, be, some kid in be, a cave. Some kid yeah, in a cave I, found I, them. I, I sheep herder or something. I could be wrong on the, the, the date, but... 
you could always look that up but you know it, it's just interesting and then you got the new testament going back to the roman empire the new yeah. testament was created by constantine and what they call the council of nicaea which has a lot of pagan traditions in it and a lot of people don't realize you know like christmas it's a pagan holiday, you know? So, you know, it falls, you know, so a lot of stuff falls into this whole gamut of DNA. and History has a tendency history. to be taken over and then be written and or rewritten by the people who have most power and oh God, in a way that they would like it to be viewed. And I kind of find it hard for any intellectual person to deny that. It's just common sense. Yeah. So I actually have something beautiful to feed off that. It's exactly what you said, that like people with the most power convinces you how to view a certain thing. It's pretty much what you said. And you just brought up like kind of like Christmas and Santa Claus. And I just want to bring this up real quick. And if you guys even knew, like when you think Santa Claus, when you look at him, like in your head, what does he look like? Oh, I've known this for yeah, a long yeah. time. Yeah, I've told you about this a long time ago. Yeah, who, he's, what is, he's, he's who fat. Did, he's yeah, fat who's, and he's got a, he's fat with a, Red suit and a red hat and a white beard, and he's white. Why is Santa Claus well, I mean, gotta be white? It's Santa Claus, man. I, I don't. But listen, see, but you, I, I don't. But when don't you think ex- when you think Santa Claus, you do think of like you know round belly, the red coat. He's just saying, what does Santa Claus look no, like? No, well, I mean that's what there, there is. First of all, there is no Santa Claus. That's it's a made up fictional character. That, that's not, that sorry, that, sorry, that, kids. Hold on, that, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, kids. I hate to break it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, see, here we go. Being PC, you can't hey, listen. Yeah. Honestly, you know, but you guys are talking, you know, truth. So yeah. we have to speak truth. I mean, listen. You, you, you know, you want to you want to stand around and you want to get kids lollipops, or you want to teach them the truth. So the truth of the matter is, he's he's you know, old Saint Nick. He, he's a made up character, you know. And this all goes back to the beginning. This you know this this whole Christmas thing. You know, December twenty fifth is part of the winter solstice. They're celebrating trees. Why do you think you're bringing a tree? Yeah. The twenty first is the solstice, yeah, but, but they they move things around. Yes, is correct. <laughs> <laughs> so. You know, just like Jesus was born and died in the same month of April. So you can't say, you know, why they celebrate. And this all goes back yeah. to the Roman Empire. But what he's asking, though, is oh, just yeah. what is the pop culture image of Santa Claus? I, I don't know. These days, I, I don't know. Because you can find different images. Of he's Santa right. He makes a good point all there. Right. I, I don't know. Like, but he's right, saying... Let's put it this way. Back in the 1920s, Santa Claus wore blue instead of red. All right. Do you know... And he wore a long robe. There you instead go. Instead of the pants and he was and skinny, shirt. right? So what happens is you got... See, the question like this is you got to bring up to the CEOs of Hallmark because I'm not the one making a profit. <laughs> Dude, you know I'm what not, I'm saying? That's where no, I was getting to. That's where I was going with Because do you know who made that image? The first person to ever show a rosy-cheeked, fat Santa in a red coat. Do you know the first time that was ever shown? Norman Rockwell, a guy that paints the plates? I don't know. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Okay, well, there you go. That's the big machine... Doing yeah. its thing. Yeah. That's where I was going that's to. Is that the person, the person with how the most sell, power how can we was able to change souls? everyone's viewpoint? Be- because before that, Santa Claus wore blue. It was a long, yeah. it was jacket instead of pants and a jacket. But that's what we mean. The people who have the power have the ability you know to what? influence people's views on things. That like any, but see, here's the thing. Like, and, and I'm a free thinker. And anybody that truly knows me knows this. You got to think outside the box. If they control you with simple tactics like that, oh yeah, then then you're controlled. That's what's crazy. I, I don't know what else to tell people. See me, I'm not a puppet to that game, and I really, and I know, you know, when you think like that, people think you're the crazy one. 
But I'm not the crazy one. Listen, you just can't let... You got to know what it is. You got to know for what it is. Yeah, listen, if they're telling you that's what Santa Claus is, hey, kids, that's what Santa Claus is. I know that's not Santa Claus. I don't even... There ain't a Santa Claus. But, you know, you want to get those presents under the tree, you got to believe in Santa Claus. In my mind, it all comes comes to, you know... um, Taking it upon yourself to want to know more and do your own research and not have a narrow uh, view of things and just necessarily listen to what people tell you because nothing is necessarily static. Everything is always everything is always changing and everything comes from somewhere. So the Santa Claus thing, for example, though, real, real quick, if you take Santa Claus, how you just said, hey, kids, this is Santa Claus. And they're like, OK, this is Santa Claus. Why not think, okay, well, this is Santa Claus. He had to have come from somewhere. Take it, Then take it upon yourself. Do your research as much as you can. And then you find out. Okay, you, so, you peel back layers and you start finding out the truth about things. So you are absolutely right about that. So let me tell you something. So, okay. Supposedly, I guess, hypothetically speaking, according to the man, Right? big industry and everybody else that's selling you all this, right? They're telling you that Santa Claus, correct? Yeah. What does Jesus' death have to do with the fat white guy in a red suit? I can tell you have no to kid do, cares, right? Have to, no, yeah, but see, this is where they sell you on a product. Yep. And also, Jesus rose from, rose from the dead on, on Easter, I guess, Passover. Yeah. I, whatever, not Passover, uh, Easter, Sunday. So... Let me let me ask you something. Or no, I think he rose from the dead on. I'm my Catholic is bad. I think it was Easter. This is rebirth. Right? Yeah, this is rebirth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what does that have to do with the Easter bunny and eating chocolates? I <laughs> I looked that up recently. Yeah, what Easter okay. was about, but I forgot. All right. Well, you know what? I'm pretty sure it's not about a bunny rabbits baskets and coloring. Well, egg, no, see the egg coloring is a pagan thing. See that's where that falls yeah. into line. See, but it, the point is, you know, this All is holidays. this is what they do. All you holidays know, were pagan and Christianized. Yeah. And just like, you know, just like Thanksgiving. I'm all for Thanksgiving. I like Thanksgiving. And we should all give thanks to stuff, man. Oh, but yeah. Like the that. way but they... But you know what? If you, if you ever... <laughs> if you knew the true story, you wouldn't be giving thanks and celebrating. But oh, yeah. I guess, you know, it, it's just what it is, man. You know. You it is. It is what it is. But at the same time, we are in an age where a lot of people are thinking like this. And we feel like, you know... You're a person that has Asian wisdom compared to us, and most of us would think that someone that comes from your generation wouldn't have an open mind like you do, but the the truth is that there are people like that out there. A lot of other people's minds are opening, even younger younger people like us. We have, you know, fathers, parents that are from the generation like you, where I'm saying we wouldn't think their minds would ever be open like younger people, but everyone's minds are opening now, and I think it's a time where... Even though it is what it is, it is it is the time where shit like this isn't just going to be what it is anymore because people are going to start to realize like, hey, this holiday, yeah, it's a good idea, but what we okay. based it on is just stupid. All right, so... Speaking Thanksgiving, for example. You know what they say, ignorance begins ignorance, right? Yeah. So, you know, when you say, um, oh, younger and you guys are all in your more wise, listen, so take it from, take it from guys my age, you know, remember the old saying goes... 
Oh man, I should have listened to my father. He was right. <laughs> oh man, I should have listened to my mother. She was right. Oh, you know, if I if if I only knew now, yeah. What, what I, if I only knew well, then, hindsight's what I know twenty now, twenty. You, you know? know, yeah. So I mean, you know, this is the thing, man. That's the one. If Everybody, I knew that, what I know now. Listen, it, it's you know, and you know, you know, all these kids out there doing their thing right now. You know, you can't. Everybody has to learn on their own to evolve. You can't have somebody tell you how to evolve yourself. You can take somebody's advice, but believe me, I'm very few. I'm one of the very few people out there. And, you know, if you just want to talk bad numbers, I can tell you this for a fact, that thinks out of the box like this. Because a lot of people say, no, shh, don't let the kids hear you. Santa Claus is real. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. No, man, you know that's not true. Why right. you to your kid? Because eventually, someday, they're going to grow up. And like you just they're said, gonna evolve, ignorance they're gonna leads know to ignorance. You, you lie. I'm not saying, hey, listen, why don't we just change the holidays, man? Why don't we make it about, listen. It's just because you feel like giving gifts. You just feel like, hey, listen, why can't we call it, um, you know, uh, social, you know, uh, uh, let's all be social with each other and give gifts to each other. Give thanks for being decent human beings, man. You know what I'm saying? Why does it got to be about, you know, some religion or some other religion? You know, or why does it got to be stuff? about selling shit at Walmart yeah, exactly. and Target well, and fucking... Well, that, that's why I'll never you leave. You hit the nail on the head with that's, that. That was promoting Christmas. It was promoting a brand. Like, the fact is, specifically... Propaganda, yeah. that's the word, Compa right? Companies need holidays. If holidays didn't exist, there would be so many corporations that don't exist, and those are the ones who promote it now you, you you want kids to go out and buy those uh 400 pair of jordans or you need them right well why are you making them 400 <laughs> they know every kid wants them so bring it down to a hundred dollars man you're where still making your money where yeah where every kid can afford a pair why why put it in the range of that you know what i mean so it's just and if dude. every kid could afford a pair the more kids are buying them so like i just said you're yeah, still making your fucking money <laughs> yeah right pairs. we dude. need to be wearing a pair of jordans right now I jordans are you wearing jordans right now you got no. adidas i got adidas well, i'm gonna put a plug out to adidas i'm wearing adidas <laughs> let me tell you something they are the best sneakers i have they look That's nice all I wear is adidas. they look nice they look comfy yeah. as hell i'm sorry adidas but i love them I'm sorry. Yeah, don't apologize if you like them. <laughs> All right. I definitely love them. I want to jump on something real quick because we're getting our toes into a, a, a weird weird area right now. But we were talking about the Sumerians for a second. And I want to go back to that with the whole uh, history of things. And um, yeah, so uh, the Sumerians are basically an ancient race of people that uh, existed around the time, I believe, of Mesopotamia one of the first civilizations that existed and there's been ancient clay tablets to my knowledge that were found in uh ancient samaria yes. of the sumerians that depict these people known as the anunnaki who some people who have deciphered the tablets have come to the conclusion that they state that the anunnaki are beings that come from the stars or you know are outer worldly of this place and the Sumerians kind of talk about how the Anunnaki have helped them develop. And I don't necessarily know this for a fact, but I think the tablets might also talk about how the Anunnaki interbred with the Sumerians. But I do know that there is another um, really interesting depiction of the solar system that the Sumerians had. And most people would think that civilizations at that time um wouldn't really have any knowledge of the solar system like they did you could talk about the maya in that aspect as well and one thing that i've recently started to get into is the 
the megalithic and monolithic structures around the world that have been built by these ancient civilizations. Some other civilizations like the Romans and, and stuff like that take credit for them, but real architects and history buffs visit these places and they point out the differences, how some of the foundation stones are just ridiculously huge. Civilizations like that, with how impressive the things that they've done are, still couldn't move those foundation blocks and the architecture is obviously different so they've built on top of them but um, most of these structures or if not many of them are actually located on these ley lines on the earth that are in line with certain celestial events like the solstice which is coming up in like less than two weeks now one location i know of in america is a place called Serpent Mound in Ohio, yeah, where yeah, on Serpent Mound, the on Serpent Mound, actually, most people who hear Serpent Mound would just maybe think and know that the sun on the summer solstice sets in the mouth in the mouth of the serpent. The serpent is this giant serpent-shaped mound on the ground that you really can't see the sun setting in the serpent's mouth unless you're overhead or you have a drone or something like that, but. Each coil of the serpent's body actually points to another celestial event of its own, whether it be uh, the equinox, both equinoxes, both solstices, every, basically every celestial event is, is marked on that serpent's body. But they, they just don't know how old that is, and there's countless, countless, countless other structures like that around the world that they just keep dating farther back or don't know how old they are, so... Um, I kind of ranted on that part, but that's interesting to know that these ancient civilizations had knowledge of the stars and our place in the universe way before we ever thought we knew what we know about space and the universe now. And um, the Sumerians and the Anunnaki and them all coming from space. Um, what's your take on all that kind of stuff i know you know i know you know a lot about that stuff <laughs> yeah yeah but Pretty i want good. you to branch on it i want you yeah. to branch on it all right well um like i said you know uh going back while well, the uh, Mesopotamia came after the sumerians that was a civilization civilization that formed after the uh fall of the sumerians um it kind of like that's what it branched into but um you know and then you got the rosetta stones is how they can actually get back to the ancient languages to kind of translate because without that because you know it showed how it went from uh you know it translated from greek to cuneiform and stuff right? yeah yeah but, well the oh, that's cuneiform, what sumerian is is cuneiform cuneiform tab yeah it's on so it's on cylindrical um uh, stones you know and they just roll them onto clay is basically how they got the tablets that's um crazy yeah so i mean that technology was there but like i said it's uh it's a fascinating topic. I mean, I've always been interested in it just from the standpoint of, you know, when they talk about in these tablets, they talk about how the race, the Anunnaki, um, you know, with Inki and Anil, they came from, you know, I guess most people call it Planet X, uh, Nibiru. Um, I'm not too sure if that translation, and a, and a, and a great book on it um, by Zachariah Sitchin, you know, he's done some work on that. I bet he's done the bulk of the work on it, but um, fascinating guy. Um, there's another guy, Michael Tellinger. He talks about the African gold mines and stuff because they do talk about how they came here and mined for gold, you know, to replenish their atmosphere. So they were a uh, spacefaring race that was looking for um, stuff to repair their atmosphere. And, I mean, also when you think about it, if you talk about space travel, 
I mean, what's what's 100% conductive? You know, gold. gold. It's one of the it, best you, conductors you don't, we you, have. You lose nothing. You know what I mean? So if they and what blocks out radiation? Gold. So if they were a, a space-faring race, you got to think maybe that's one of the reasons why they needed gold, not just for the atmosphere. So I don't know if the translations are wrong. Who am I? I mean, I <laughs> I, I can't speak Sumerian. It's but, still beautiful to skepticize, even if they are. You know, but here's the thing. You know, everybody follows this narrative that, like, and and I have to go back to it, and I don't want to offend anybody, but you, they go back to the Bible. You know. The Sumerian tablets tell the same exact story as the Bible, but the Bible, the Old Testament, took out a lot of the works that the tablets had, and a lot of those works need to be in it. Like, how do these people, they talk about these tablets about spaceports. Now, if you look at a lot of Greek and Roman structures, they're built on top of structures that were there already that the Romans and Greeks possibly couldn't have built. You know, you needed some, even today's technology, we can't build these kind of stones or cut them to the position have you heard cut. of the trilithon blocks in uh ball back lemon yeah yeah the, the ones they just they, it's the they're they the, up. they yeah, are like all, yeah yeah the, it is it is like all the you know uh, projection you know the images on them of like uh, dinosaurs this that oh, i don't know what you're animals. talking about with that yeah and, and ball back so ball back, really? they found all these tablets you oh. stand up the stones and they have all depictions on them of like stuff that they didn't even know existed that are on the other side of the globe that have never been on the side of the globe. Like how what? Would they know? What like, kind of things? Like um, elephants, certain animals, uh. Uh, dinosaurs. So you know, there's there's different depictions on it. You can Google and look it up. It's pretty fascinating. Um, when when you bring up the Bible, I want to talk about that real quick because yeah. I've I've researched a lot about the Bible and heard a lot of people talk about um, their interpretations of it and stuff like that. And one thing that people don't take into account is the fact that before the Bible existed. First, let me start with the fact that the Bible is just one of many stories of the early history of humankind. It's one of many wow. stories, and it is actually a collection of many other stories and excerpts took from other books. Um, but a lot of people talk about the Bible, and they don't realize that before the Bible, there was hundreds, if not thousands of years of people living and these stories actually happening before um, they got written down and they were passed down by word of mouth for centuries and centuries and centuries. So that's that's one thing to think about. But the other thing to think about is, like I said, it, the Bible specifically is a, is a makeup of multiple stories. And it was, like you said, written by a specific well, I mean, man not, not and his just, team of just, men. Not just written. So if you... If you read, if if the Sumerians are correct in what they're saying, um, so basically they came down to mine for gold. Um, they had a, um, I guess today what we would call um, people that we don't treat so nice. They had like a subspecies called the Ajiji, according to the tablets. The Ajiji did all the mining for them. They rebelled because the work was too hard. And this is according to the tablets. So... They needed to come up with a solution. So the solution was to take what was on this planet. And this is where it gets a little sketchy. What was on this planet? I don't know, some kind of hominoid. So, you know, before then it was like Homo erectus. Where did they get Homo sapien from? And then Homo sapien sapien, you know, which we are. Um, so, and and if you go back to the Bible, like, you know, they, they made us and, you know, they made us to be a slave race to do all this work for them. Um, so, you know, then they had it some, they had some problems with, uh, procreation, you know, how do, how do we get, 
you know, these animals to, you know, and that's basically what they call this, to um, have children, bad children. They were having a lot of problems with that. And you keep reading on these tablets, they talk about the Bible will switch it over. Now we're going back to the Bible. They a lot of people, a lot of people. Lilith was the first Eve. But you couldn't bear children, and there was a lot of hate towards that. So then they had Eve. So there's, there's, there's so much that goes into it. Do you man. know the Nephilim? Well, I'm uh, yeah. So the Nephilim. Those would be the children of the of the the Anunnaki and the humans, would they not? Yeah. So the um, so basically, you know, they started foul beings too. Yeah, they started talking about how the daughters of men were, you know, beautiful and you know their creation and stuff. But you, you're mixing up two different things. See? Am I? Yeah. The so. If you stick to the clay tablets, once you read and get that story out, and then you'll see how it rolls over into the Bible. Just like, you know, Noah's real name wasn't Noah. If you go back to Sumerian tablets, the name was Yasudra. So, you know, the same stories are there, but it changes. Just like once, the flood myths that exist all yeah, over the world. Once, you know, once they gave, once the, the Sumerians, when they left, they granted man kingship. And there's actually a king's list. And they talk about how man lived to be a certain age. You know what I mean? Like men can live like Noah and his grandfather and all these. Noah you know, was hundreds and hundreds of years old before he died. Yeah. And that's, you know, because that's before they, they messed with our DNA again to limit us. And the Bible, now you're going back to the Bible. The Bible talks about how they're limiting our age capacity. You know, let's, you know, punishing us for doing what they do. So now you go back to where they talk about the Tower of Babel. They really weren't building a tower. To reach the stars, they were trying to build what I believe is spacecraft. So how do you how do you you know how do you put that down? You know, so there's so much that goes into it, man, and it, and it's like and you then know, you think about the translation too. Yeah, you, you, it's probably mistranslations and stuff like that. But I just find it fascinating that the same story has been rewritten and rewritten and rewritten, and then now we go back to what we were talking about earlier. You know, for, um, you know, he who is in charge, you know, he control, <laughs> He who controls the spice controls the universe. Oh, I want to talk about Doom, by the way, the new movie coming out. But, yeah, so, um, yeah, so that that's where you wind up going with that. So, you know, as man starts, you know, listen, let's put it this way. You know, back then, less than 1% of the population can read and write. Exactly. That's yeah. what how, I'm saying. how easy is it to manipulate the other 99.9% of the population? So easy. So easy, man. And it's only the people You're who... You're a God. It's, you it's know only, how to read? It's only <laughs> the most power... You, in most cases, it would be the the most powerful or the most intellectual or the most well-taught people that would yes. have be that 1%. Yes. And, and they would know better than the other 99% to exactly. take advantage. Exactly. And that's where kingship comes into play. And that's what kind of like what they did. But, you know, it's all speculative, man. You know, it's all... You know, it's... What's your take on all this mess? Because I know you don't know a lot about it. Well, I was about to stuff. say, you guys are just blowing my mind every about 20 seconds. That's why you guys are looking at me when you talk. I'm like, what? What? Yeah, this is crazy. What if I told you that you were an alien? Well, see, at that point, that's like, that's something which I can... You can come I, to terms with that? I, I have an understanding of that. As far as like, see, if you I question like... what aliens are, yeah. I do in a way kind of feel like, okay, we probably came from them based on... I think it'd be easier for you to take the fact that you were part alien than like somebody who was born like 60 years ago. They'd probably be like, you're a fucking crazy hippie Oh, kid. well, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. I'd be like, what do you mean? I'm German. It's like, no, yeah. check your DNA. <laughs> yeah. It's like the commercial. It wasn't lying. Yeah. Hey, listen, he, he traded in his Leo 
Lederhosen, Lederhosen for you know a kill. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they weren't lying when they when they put that commercial out. Yeah, as far as all of uh, Anunnaki and all that, no, I know so little. Yeah, it's such a deep topic to talk about it in one episode. You know, podcast here is a lot, but it's definitely I recommend anybody if they really want to educate themselves on it. There's a lot of books out there. Michael Tellinger, you know, even just ancient ancient civilizations, civilizations and ancient texts and stuff like that. Realistic, even even Egypt. Yeah. Egypt is a, myst- a huge mystery. It's just, and it's all fascinating stuff. Once you get in, once you get into that e- stuff Egypt and you learn about sure. the mysteries, um, it's kind of hard to turn your head go, away. Go back to the Sumerian tablets again. You know who controlled the portion of where Egypt is? His name was Marduk. You know, you know. So it, it's you know, and they actually talk about that in Egyptian writings. But you know, you could, like I said, there's, there's so many. Like, hey, listen, you want a quick snapshot of it? A lot of you guys probably learned this in school already. You know, Chariot of the Gods. You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, so. Um, Eric Von Daniken. So, you know, a lot of these authors and a lot of these books out there is, is a good, you know, first time read if, if you want to get interested into the topic of it. And it really tells you a lot about, you know, your own humanity. You know what I mean? When and you think a lot it. of that stuff does come down to translation, too. Yeah. And interpretation of what people were actually trying to say when they were writing those yeah. things. I mean, what? Listen, hey, it's not just interpretation. Look at some of the structures, like you were saying, in, in South America, Mexico, and areas like that. Look at, you know, um, what is that? The Lake Titicaca? Uh, Lake Titicaca? What is that? The um, I think you're right. Yeah, I, I think that's. I'm the sorry, Lake, Lake Titicaca. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> listen, no, it sounds funny, man. No, yeah, no, it's cool though. It's the largest. It's the highest lake in the world, yeah. I think, and it's got monolithic structures there. <laughs> Whoever named that was like, oh, this is a famous lake. They think. What kid. are you talking about there, though? The monolithic structures, because I know yeah, they're. You're like oh, up in uh, like uh, Mia, uh, Machu Picchu. Yeah, yeah, it's up in like it's up in like Peru or something like that. It's up in like Peru. Correctly, but yeah, you know stuff like that. Like look at the structures up there. You know, it's it's yeah, but that is the name though. It is pretty Holy funny. Shit. I didn't make it up, man. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> it is, that I, is the name. <laughs> it's some funny stuff. <laughs> yeah. Hey, who's to say they didn't have it? They didn't have a sense of humor back hey. then, right? But oh, I, how do you translate that in your tits and, and cock? I guess I don't know. <laughs> tits and South poop, America, yeah. Lake Titicaca, South America, straddling the border between Peru and Bolivia and the Andy Mountains, one of yeah. South America's largest lakes and the world's highest navi- navigable body of water. It's easy to remember. <laughs> said, I can say that much. Said, said to be the birthplace of the Incas. It's yeah. home to numerous ruins. Its waters are famously still brightly reflective. I've actually heard speculation that like people think there once was... Uh, like an ocean there, like the water went like that high and that there was a port there and hey, stuff maybe, like that. Maybe, you know, during the time of the floods. But look at over Machu Picchu, up Machu Picchu. Look at all the uh, structures up there that are cut with such precision. Like you can't even. Oh, that's all even, over the world. Yeah, they can't even. You can't even do that today. What about those bubble walls? You've seen those bubble walls? That yeah. have you seen those? You've probably seen those before. Those are bubble? mostly like in India and like. No, Thailand they're actually all like over that. the world. Yeah, you, I see. They're it. all over. They're in Machu Picchu too. Yeah. They're all over. There were these walls that like are put together that looked like the rock was like softened and sm- the rocks were smushed together and then they they hardened. It, it, it's so fucking. I could, I'll pull up a picture and show yeah. it to you. Like, instead of shaped, instead of, like... I don't know, yeah, it's just weird structures. I, I know, like, they couldn't even produce that today, so, you know. Huh. You can't find that at Home Depot. So. <laughs> <laughs> and the crazy part is they, they like, their structures that ancients built out of um, stone that 
have lasted so long that we can't even date them and we don't know where they came from in history and then like you know you're bringing up stuff about home depot like none of the shit that we built today is ever gonna last longer than you know 200 years maybe yeah. 100 years if that yeah so like it's crazy that like we're just gonna we're just gonna we're just gonna like be wiped off this planet one day mm -hmm. and no one's gonna which ever is, fucking which remember is, us yeah a hundred years we just won't exist you think a hundred I it's all take. I don't know. I, listen, the walls, Max. I'll tell you what, if my if you don't cut my grass in my backyard for two weeks, what it looks like. Yeah, right, exactly. Can you imagine a hundred years? Yeah, so these things molded together like that. Oh, okay. It's really strange construction because the rocks are like perfectly fit together. They're obviously not random. They must be made to be put together like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, like what he's talking about, you're playing, you're playing The Last of Us. You see how shit takes over. Oh. You really think that if like... You know, a hundred years, there'd be yeah. any evidence of us being here at all? Well, I, I definitely think in a hundred years, we'll still be here. As far as if you want to say maybe another... I don't think that's what he's talking no, about. No, no, I don't mean... I mean, listen, let's just say human... Like, ever watch that show where just humans just disappear? Oh, yeah, and how... Show, like a, yeah, it's like, uh, what if you... Oh, I forget the name of that goddamn show. I think so it was... Uh, yeah, Life After Humans or something. Yeah, yeah, so let's that just was put it. it this way. So what I'm saying, with all the, the bullshit that we build now... If you took, like I, like I said, I know what my backyard looks after two weeks of not mowing. Can you imagine a hundred years of no humans being around? It's mm. crazy. Shit's going to be overgrown. I'm not we, saying the structures are going to be Imagine gone, 10 or 20 do, years. If you do 500 years, I'm pretty sure there won't be nothing left. Yeah. Maybe stone buildings, you know, like they used to build. And I have to tell you, back in the 20s and the 30s, they built buildings. Like the Empire State Building, New York Public Library. They built like Grand Central Terminal. They built buildings the way buildings should be built. You know, with limestone, granite. You know, this this sheetrock and all this garbage, this is this is garbage. It's easy stuff to work with, it yeah. really is, but like, like I said, it ain't gonna just, last. Yeah. But that just goes that just goes to, to, to show again about our ancient ancestors and our past. We gotta do a quick plug. Huh? Admiral Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> quick plug of Admiral Nelson spice drum. How's that taste? Swinging it up. That's all right. It's you the know? good stuff. Man. But Tastes no. like it's not the cheapest that you can possibly get. <laughs> Let me hit that. Yeah. But the rocks, the, the, the rocks and all the other ancient structures that have lasted up until now and will last forever, essentially. You know, we're taught that these things are, you know, hypothetically built by primitives. And then you have the people talking about how, like, how primitives actually had the time and the numbers and all that stuff, the resources, essentially, to build this stuff. And it's like, they couldn't have, they didn't. And that's just another point that our ancestors much ha must have been much more intellectual than us and known how to do things that we don't know how to do today. Well, here's food for thought, right? You know, all right, let's say you have a piece of metal. You put it in the ground. What happens to it over a thousand years, two thousand years, three thousand years? It rusts out, it goes, it goes away, next to nothing. I'm not saying that's what happened, but who's to say civilization wasn't flourishing like we are today? We travel around the world because how do you have all these different cultures like you're saying, like the Mayans, you know, the the you know the Hopi Indians in America, and then you got like you know all these different countries like the Sumerians, the Egyptians. They're all building the same style structure, pyramids. You know. Where, how do they? How do they? You know, and they and they and they coming out with the same design. So how how is it they all are following like a serpent god? You know, how is it they're all following the same line? Do you know who the Apkalu are? 
Yeah, but what the I'm bringers of society who are the people who are supposedly after the great flood happened and wiped out the potential society you're speaking of that existed pre-ancient history. The man bags are found in depictions all over the world. Even at Gobekli Tepe, you know yeah, Gobekli Tepe. And wristwatches and stuff. It looks like they're all wearing. Do so. you know of the Denisovians, who were the third, the third, the Denisovians were the third. I don't know if they, if it was a the ne Neanderthals weren't a homo, right? Neanderth they weren't. A, no, they, Neanderthals were Neanderthals. Yeah. So there was the homos. <laughs> <laughs> the way he says that, it's the captain. It's the uh, Admiral Nelson. Sorry. <laughs> Bad plug. <laughs> it was the ho I don't know if they were Homo sapiens yet. Oh yeah, because no, we're Homo had, sapiens yeah, sapiens. So, <laughs> so it was Homo sapiens. Yeah, Homo erectus. Homo erectus. You had Neanderthal, Homo erectus, and, and the and Homo sapien, and, Homo sapiens. Well, sapien. and Denisov Denisovian. Denisovian was a third humanoid or hominoid or whatever it's called. Yeah being that existed at the time of those that interbred with humans and there's Denisovian um, remnants that are found all over like Russia and Siberia and shit like that and they found like they've found rings of the Denisovians that are like dated back to like 10 to 20,000 years ago that yeah. uh, are perfectly drilled you know it's like a ring that you would wear on your finger that's perfectly drilled through yeah. but yeah, it, it just goes, it just goes, have, it it just goes along with what we're talking. Oh, but the Opkalu, the Opkalu were apparently people. So, like you know, say like the three of us are like, like Moai, like over in East Island, like I guess, Island. yeah, 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 yeah. And that's the Moai are a perfect example because those heads at Easter Island, yeah. they, 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 they're depicted exactly like the the guys on the T's at at the the. I, can't, I forget what they're called, but on the T-structures and the enclosures at Gobekli Tepe, the guys have their hands around their bellies on Easter Island. Yeah. That is a famous, that, that's a famous depiction all around the world. There's guys with their hands around their bellies and those man bags. They're supposed to be the Opkalu, the bringers of life, the guys who had to go around the world and bring back society after the catastrophe. Well, I have to tell you, it's almost like the whole target thing we were talking about, right? About people in control because... The Moai, they carved beautiful statues, man. But they really weren't thinking. Cutting down all their trees to get them there. Yeah. <laughs> they cut down all their vegetation and, and everything else. But yeah. So I get but that just goes to show you, hey, listen, we need you to do that, you gotta do it. So yeah, that's funny. So where's your segue, Max? Swag a segue from not swag not not, not segue. <laughs> like, you know, like He's got a bad plug. <laughs> Oh uh, man, I don't even know. You got a long list there, Max. No, I don't. I see Anunnaki's. Yeah, that was Louis. There, there, <laughs> there. Uh, oh, I do have something small. All right, what about, let's bring up. Let's bring what, up Doom real quick because you wanted could, to bring that up. We could have just did our thing there, actually. Uh huh. <laughs> oh. Well, man. yeah. All right. I, first, I want to talk about the movie you want to talk yeah. about. Yeah. Uh. You said there's a new Doom coming out? New Dune movie coming out. Oh, yes. Dune. Dune. Oh, yes. yeah, I know about it. Yeah. Oh, man. How do you spell that? D-U-N-E. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought you were saying Doom. D-O-O-M. No. Me, too. No, not Doom. Dune. Yeah, yeah, no. I know about... I actually started listening to the audiobook of it because the they're making it. Yeah. it uh, Star Wars? No, honestly, people are saying that, like, the, you know, whoever's looking at the little bit of footage they have, they've already came out and said, we guarantee this will be the next Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter. This well, will be it's, the, it's, the next of a big It's definitely uh, got a lot of... Wasn't this in Star Wars? Yeah. 
Yeah, there's, there's yeah, he's Jason just, Momoa. Yeah, that's they a have a great cast. Yeah, look at some of these. Yeah, if you look at the pictures, it's and it's Timothy pretty Chalamet, much. He's a good actor. He's a new upcoming actor. Exactly. Skarsgård. Oh, it's the father. That's crazy. Yeah, apparently their whole family's famous. Batista's in it. Batista's in it. What the fuck is this movie? This movie is All about. Right, okay, this you, is what I know about. Did you see the original? It. No. You gotta watch the original. Movie. No, you gotta read the book. No, well, the book. Here's the thing, man. <laughs> the book is, you know, that's, it's hard. That's deep. It's a hard. Oh my read. god! It is a hard, is a hard read. read. It, it's it's. There's a lot more to it than that book. There's a lot of books they written. There is yeah. about Dune. The question the is, Dune how universe much, is 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 yeah. big. It's massive. So, I, do you know how much they're doing for the movie? Because I think it's still I, only the I first. Think, well. What they're doing is they're starting off right where the original movie started yeah. off. Um, and that's, you know, basically with, uh, like, Paul Atreides, you know, actually going to the Spice Planet. So, Arrakis. So, yeah, which is... I, listen, I can't wait for it, man. I'm, I'm a big, you know... I'm, I'm ready for the next big sci-fi, you know, cinematic universe to come out. Because the last one, I didn't see it. That came out, what, 83? Three? Something like that. Yeah. I, I, I never saw that. Thing Wait, was in it. Um, they made this movie. Yeah, they made a Dune movie just. And uh, no, they made it, I think, the same year as uh, 84. I think it was yeah. made the same year as one of the Star Wars movies, and it just fell under the radar. It was yeah. like, sorry, Star Wars Actually, is here. Actually, it, it's got a big fan following, man. It's 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 pretty huge. Well, and yeah, that's, that's why the movie's yeah. getting made. It's going to be, yeah. it's going to be insane. Is this going to theaters, or is this going to yeah. be a streamer? Uh, with all this stuff going on, who knows? It's well, it's not, it's not planned to come out until I think it said December or something, yeah. so I think, I think, I think it's going it, to... It's so airtight right now, they're not even popping trailers yet. So, but the the, the, the images, around. the images alone, they look I fair. We were talking about Doom video games. Yeah, me too. No, I, I thought we were too. Doom. I don't <laughs> like the Doom. But on the move, on the topic of movies, the one thing that I was thinking about recently, and I did bring up to you, is that after this next James Bond movie, and what yeah. is it called? Uh, no uh, Time to Die. Yeah, I don't follow James Bond too much, but yeah. So after this one, Daniel Craig is gone. Yeah, and they're going to come up with a new. <laughs> James Bond. And there's right now, as far as I can see, there is a debate between two people. I'm, there's a list of 10, but it says it's right now two. It's either going to be one of two people. Henry Cavill. You know Henry Cavill? Yeah. Superman um, or Witcher? Yeah, I'm not too fond of him. Um, but I'll tell you who I think should do it. And I don't, the name doesn't. Before, name, you, before you tell us who you think should do it, who has been your favorite James Bond so yeah, far? My favorite James Bond? Um, I'm going to have to say Sean Connery. Was my favorite, and if I All was right. to go second, you think it's a generational thing because no, he was because, your James because Bond. Because was when I, I listen, I, I didn't like Roger Moore. Uh, Sean Connery was my favorite, but I have to tell you, after the Sean Connery, Eric uh, Pierce Brosnan, yeah, I thought I did a stand-up job. I thought he was, you know, really good at it. But yeah, so, so Daniel who, Craig, who, I wasn't too fond. Who's of. who would make James Bond for you? Um, me, I, I, could, I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could do it too. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm 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 sorry. I'm gonna have to Google his name because uh, I, don't, right. I don't. I'll tell you what right do you know now. know about the movie though, Max? When is it? When is the this, new one? Yeah, no no filming's been done because they don't have a cast. No, yet, I don't right? know. They have plenty of filming. They're, oh yeah, I don't know when. Release date 2021. If you can look it up, it's called No Time to Die. Uh, all I know. Yeah, I mean, tr big trailers have came out, so I have a feeling that it should come out relatively soon, at least this year. November. November of this year, November 25th. That's when it's dated to come out. It's probably still going to come out that time. You think so? You think they'll be able to finish their filming? Why is Daniel Craig in it? No, I think it? it's already done filming. Why it's... is Daniel Craig in it? What do you mean? He's 
James Bond. We're talking about the new All one right, that so he's the not guy, supposed to be. No, yeah, that one's not announced yet. This one hasn't came out yet with, with him. Oh, I thought we were talking about the new James Bond, Well, though. yeah, no, it hasn't been made yet because the actor hasn't been chosen. Oh, well, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so the actor I think should do it. He's a British actor. His name is Richard Madden. Let's see a picture he of him. He was actually the guy, Rob Stark, from Game of Thrones. Okay. Oh, okay. And he actually did uh, um, a series on can Netflix. You, can you show me a picture of him with no beard? Yeah, go to images. Oh, oh well, Google him up, Rob. Uh, Richard Madden. Um... Yeah, I, I think he would do it, because uh, right now there's a TV show on um, Netflix that portrays him as like a British Secret Service agent. Okay. I just think he's, you know, he's got it. Oh, yeah, he would get it, especially he if they're trying... He could be a young one. Yeah. yeah I, I would yeah, throw if that they, out If they there. went some young, especially if they, because right well, he's now... not really that young, so Well, think I think mean, compared to Daniel Craig, because in my opinion, Daniel, Daniel Craig, as far as James Bond goes, I think he was the oldest. Yeah. They're, they've always been relatively, you know, 30s, I would say, and he's in 50s now. So this would, I think this is like 30s, yeah. So like, it yeah, would. I think he would him. be like a really good choice, but who knows? What's the show either. called that he's being an agent in? Um, it's a British Secret Service show on Netflix. I'm not sure. Okay, uh, yeah, I'm bad with names. So like who's that, the man. new guy, Max? Or the well, guy they're talking about? Yeah, they don't, they're unsure right now, and there's a lot of weird people that they want to pick from. But right now, apparently, it's a very, very good chance they're going to pick Idris Elba. Yeah. How do you spell that? Which is surprising, but I'm that? not against it. Uh, yeah, right there. He's old. Holy shit, he's old, though. Yeah, yeah I'm not, that's, yeah, I'm, yeah, the, the, I'm not feeling it with him. Like, he has the British accent, but the thing is, it's how far away from traditional it is. Uh, oh, because he's, uh, African? Yeah, listen, and that's I, been I, a big I'm gonna debate. be honest with you, that doesn't matter. Color doesn't matter yeah. to me. I just think he's too old for the role. No it's offense. That, that's been, no, yeah, that's been no, a huge well, no, question. Yeah, no, yeah. no offense to him. I mean, listen. Liam Neeson was supposed to be it, but he got too old. Yeah. They're all too yeah. old. Yeah. You need that, a guy that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm talking about, man. But see, that's why I think Henry Cavill would pull it off. I don't know, I'm not really, you know what? He doesn't, he doesn't, he's cool, but he doesn't strike me as James Bond. Yeah, you know what show I started watching? Watching him in, he played um, uh, he played like one of the uh, Dukes in that show on Showtime. Remember the uh, Henry VIII show? Who Henry Cavill played someone? Yeah, he played. Um, God, what's the name of that? Um, he's not like a big actor, but like he's definitely got a lot of solid roles in his, almost, in his yeah, recent al career. Almost all of his roles are relatively like. Triple A top Google tier him. Hollywood movies. Yeah. Google him and you'll see him when he was younger in that and that Henry VIII TV show on Showtime. You know, he was, yeah, he, he was maybe back then he he could have pulled it off, but I, I think now it's just you know too many people know him as Superman and stuff. You know, it, it's it's kind of like yeah, that's you, that's that's role, the problem. Yeah, when you have a role like see like Roger Moore, if you didn't watch like old time war movies and stuff like that, nobody really knew Roger Moore was a perfect fit. Sean Connery was the perfect fit. Pierce Brosnan came off as that, even though he had an Irish accent, he came off as that swag James Bond guy, you know? Um, I don't know. I just, you know, the other guy, you know what? I just seen that other guy in a movie uh, not too long ago. What was that one with the, uh, you know, those, they were killing these creatures coming from, like, underneath the ocean. They were in these big robots, you know? Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim. Rim. He was, like, one of the main characters in Pacific Rim. Who? Yeah, he, no, the uh, the other guy. Idris? That, yeah. Remember, oh, he, yeah. He was, like, he was like a yeah. colonel guy. Yeah, he played yeah. the colonel. I'm bad with some movies, man. I watch them once, and <laughs> I think I know what I'm talking about, about. The first one or the second one? The first one. Yeah, we saw the yeah. first one in the movies. Where he gave the speech. 
He gave you that nice speech at the end. <sighs> Dude, that yeah. movie came out like fucking six or seven years that's ago. That was a while that's ago. That's what I'm saying. I can hardly remember. It's crazy. They, uh, they made a sequel. Up? I'm trying to find the other... Because there is a third person who's uh, who might be James Bond. And I don't know if you guys know him. So I want to find some pictures of him. Fuck, I probably yeah. don't know him. Uh, Alright, his name's Ed Screen. He's uh, another British actor. Okay, I can he see played, him. He played the oh, latest the new, Transporter. The transporter. Yeah. Did you see that? Have you seen this, the no. newest one? No, I didn't see that one yet. Alright, so I'm just trying to find a good picture of him because none Those of these... Those movies were so fucking corny, but so good. <laughs> I tell you what, man. My favorite franchise of movie was like the Jason Bourne franchise. Max loves oh, that. I was man. I'm so Go down with that, one. man. That was a good picture. Which the first one? one? The very first the one. The very first one? Yeah, the very but first to recognize him, though? Well, who cares if he recognizes him? That looks like a good James Bond picture. I think he'd make it. I think he would make a good Riddler in Batman. He he always he always plays <laughs> the villain. Right? He's always know. the villain. Yeah, yeah. he would make fun. a good Riddler, man. I don't know about. He kind of looks like the guy from Alita with the fucking. That is him. Is it? Yeah. I knew it. That's fucking... <laughs> He's, he's he, smile, so he, Yeah, dude. his voice. He can look like a villain. Easily. What do you think about the John Wick franchise? Movie, <laughs> Honestly, I love uh, John. That man, Keanu Reeves does a here, knockout he, job. Here's the thing: is like Keanu Reeves to me was always hit or miss. I saw like Speed and Matrix, and I loved him. Yeah. And then I saw some more movies, and I'm like, honestly, I didn't view him as a good actor. And then uh, John Wick came out, and I was like, I, I was like, oh, it just surprised me so much. John Wick is amazing. Yeah, John Wick is a really good, good setup you got going on. Uh, did you see the third one with Halle Berry? Um, which one was the third one? I seen the one, the last. Yeah, I think I, I'm up to date on the last one I seen is the one where he jumped off the roof at the end, right? Uh, they were gonna get him. He was on the roof and he jumped off. I think so. The third one's yeah, with yeah, the dogs. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the one where he took his finger off, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that all was, right. Yeah. I'm all cool. I don't know if you know about this, but they had to they had to put the fourth one on hold, not because of the quarantine, yeah. but because Keanu Reeves is currently doing Matrix Four. Oh man, oh, that's gotta be fucking wild. How do you do a mate? How? Yeah, you know, that's what How? they're exactly. It, it didn't end off How like not, where you though? could, but it didn't end off like where you exactly. could. Exactly. It like ended. Me, yeah. Like, but still, see, but the though, thing is, where. It's the Matrix. It's the Matrix. Yeah. Did they die in the Matrix? Did they die there? I'm gonna was laugh. I'm gonna laugh if the whole thing was a dream. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> like, the whole thing was another plug in. They die yeah. in there and they wake up <laughs> yeah, one layer yeah, deeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it could be anything. Like, Shit, yeah. I'm the one. No, you were the one. <laughs> Those movies are sick, though. Honestly, they've they've come up in conversation a lot recently, and I really want to rewatch them. I like this. Those were so fucking cool as a kid. I like to see Bill and Ted get back together, right? They are. You don't know that? <laughs> Their movies. I don't. I don't know if it's out yet. You should look it up. It's called uh, Bill and Ted. Ah, oh, just type it in. It's the newest one. It literally came out like. If it didn't come out yet, it came out like. Really? It, it's, yeah. I don't think it's out yet. It can't. It's called be no. Yet. It's called uh, some Face the Music, right? Yeah. Yeah. When it's does it come around? out? August. August twenty first this year. It's it's not out yet. Look, show them a picture. They're oh, yeah. it's that movie. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! You know I'm watching. They're this, remaking. Man. They're doing a third Bill and Ted. Oh, so now they're older and they're back. Yeah, like like they get back. <laughs> oh man, Yo, that's, that's hysterical. Cool. I'm so, how great is that? Yeah. Hey. Unfortunately, no George Carlin. Rest in peace. Yeah, yeah I know that's yeah. But uh, he was the uh, phone booth operator. Yeah, he was guy. like the devil yeah. or whatever he was. Yeah. <laughs> the guy in the trench. Go, that's right? funny but uh one other thing i do want to talk about because we had a couple minutes prior 
to experience some virtual reality. You put uh, it on? Oh yeah. Ah, it's not the first, first not not the first time. I've done yeah, it with I've done it with my son. Yeah. yeah. So I was gonna say, uh, your son has virtual reality. What have you done with him? What have you experienced? Um, pretty much the same did, thing. Did you yeah, shoot the bow in his living shooting, room? Shooting and punching, <laughs> <laughs> crazy stuff like that. Almost punched the wall. I think I tripped over a table. Dude, the first Sean time. has a legitimate scar on him from when he fell oh, playing oh, Beat Saber. I actually, no. I actually did super the. Um, oh yeah, super hot. I, I did the virtual reality at a friend of mine, Sergio's house. He has the whole setup for like flying jets and airliners and stuff. Oh Jesus! That is that's some that's intense, crazy stuff. Truck and simulator. He, oh, he's got like all like the you gadgets. sit in it. Oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah, it, that's, he's got all the, the trimmings and stuff. But yeah, that was pretty wild. But. but yeah, as far as like shooting and like being, because like you also play like video games on occasion so like as far as like battlefield things like that and being like immersed because we were talking in the last episode about how much virtual reality is about being immersed as much as possible the more you feel like you're in it in a way it's the that's what we're saying it's the further you are away from the life that you hate you know you get to be in this fake little pocket i've seen some stuff where they're getting pretty wild like you can basically like especially with all this and this is crazy because i read an article with all this corona stuff going on there's people meeting on virtual reality like online and in office like, in office rooms and shit. <laughs> yeah like yeah like having meetings and shit and they're all like looking at each other it's like ridiculous <laughs> it's like yeah. you know i'm not saying it's ridiculous it's but it's crazy it's like, yeah is what it is yeah it's there's so much positive and negative about it but yeah Hopefully the positives will outweigh the negatives because that's fucking cool. Yeah, but I'll tell you, I, I like the And it's going to be cheap at one point. Yeah. It's going to be so... What we have now Honestly, is cool, I, and that's going to be cheap really fast. Yeah. I actually like using it, man. You know, so it's pretty cool stuff. You know? Have you seen the videos of dudes who sit in them for like a week straight? Uh, that's kind of they, like they don't they don't they don't ever fucking get out of it and they fucking like keep how, their eyes closed when they eat and shit like that. How do they live? Yeah. They like switch on... No, I think they put on a different headset. That lets them, it's like the Oculus, how like All Sean's right. lets you see the room while you're walking out of your box. So they, they're they're always yeah, in the VR headset, yeah. even if they can see real real life. Yeah, but it gives you hallways. They make shit up as you're walking, but yeah. Um, they live in them for like a week straight and they do videos oh on YouTube and then they'll, uh, they'll tell you how they feel after. It's like that after. Bruce Willis movie where they're all laying it down and they're all got other bodies walking around. Which one is that? That's, that's not uh, 12 Monkeys. No, that's... Um, I'm bad. Like I told you, I'm bad with names, man. But no, it was a movie of Bruce Willis where they were all like, everybody was like laying down on these things in their house. And then they had like a body they would go out in and party. Like even if somebody was like 90 years old, I don't they even... had like this hot body and they were out there mingling. I have the time. no idea. Yeah. Oh God, what the hell was it called? Um, oh, I'm surprised I don't even know about this movie. I need to get go... that computer screen up. You got yeah, right. Bruce Willis movie with the... Um, it's like virtual reality? Yeah, Bruce Willis with virtual reality bodies. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, it was I feel movie. like I know most of his movies. Yeah, it was actually... Surrogate. Surrogate, that's oh, it. That was actually a good oh, movie, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Oh my God, look at him. Holy shit, that's how much he aged in 10 years? What's <laughs> <laughs> the last time you've seen Bruce Willis? Holy shit. Have you seen Glass? Yeah, i seen it. That was oh good. my excellent. God. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Bruce Willis was in that movie recently. I'm not even going to be able to think about it now. But I don't like the, the fact that they took him out in that movie, but yeah. that was He's really. the chick's dad, and, he, and he's in the one scene where he's laying in the tailgate, like fucking like shooting at the back of like El Camino or something like that. This movie came out a couple years ago. He's like the chick's dad or something, and he's like a badass. I mean, is it the latest Die Hard? Maybe. 
Because <laughs> yeah, he has I a daughter think, and I think die, hard. die Die something. Yeah. And die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah, I remember that one. When he, his son Wish. was a cop. Oh, it might have been Death Wish. I haven't seen the new. He he he's rebooting Death Wish. Have oh, you seen Death that? Death Wish is good. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot who's he's the original. Do- he's a doctor now. Yeah, yeah. Who's the original in Death Wish? Which was Charles Bronson. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, it had to be that movie. He was in Looper. Maybe it was that movie. Looper's was good also. That was a good movie. He shaved his head. He quick. does. He said he does. He shaved his head yeah. quick. Well, dude, that, was he wearing a wig in that surrogate's movie? No, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Had a, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're like he's aged very well, like, yeah, I mean, very he badly. That's pretty funny. Sorry, Bruce. You're All a great right. actor. I do want to really quickly because we're actually it's this is going to be a longer episode than usual. Eh. Uh, we've run up to an hour and a half before. We've done two hours. Yeah, so... No consequences. That was a long episode. No consequences. <laughs> so, uh... There's always consequences, man. Ah, yeah, uh, but see, always. it was the question of what that meant to us. There's always consequences. As you climb much reason she yesterday. <laughs> yeah, fair. So, we have a segment on here, uh, called New Invention. New Invention! Vention. Vention. Max is so unenthusiastic well, about this segment anymore. Maybe we should kill it. Well, not. It's because Squash we it. have a new intro to it. We have the digital intro. Oh, okay. Let's do that right now. All right. All right. All so right. this is our new segment of New Invention. New Invention. All right. All right. See? Uh, He's going to do some glitchy shit in there. And yeah, I'm going to make there. a nice little tagline of where it goes. We'll show you. Yeah. It's gonna be great. Yeah, it's so gonna sound real good. What's the new invention? <laughs> what's the new invention, Max? The new invention. Well, should we explain, Craig? What the yeah. Segment is? So there's a segment every episode where we bring up something new that has been created, or hopefully relatively new, and it's just a new invention. We told you last week, Vega. Yeah. Yeah. So this week I have something more expensive on the line, but it's something you can buy as far as a new invention. It is called the Hydra Loop. One word: Hydra Loop. Hydra loop. So what the Hydra loop is, I want you to imagine something that is practically the exact size of a refrigerator. And what it does, it, are you looked up a picture? Beautiful. Show a picture of that. So this Hydra loop, what it does is it recycles 85% of the water you use in your home to reuse it. Right. Which, what are we talking about? It's drinking water, I'm assuming. Like laundry maybe... water? It better not be my shit water. Well, it, obviously, <laughs> the machine the machine is what cleans it. Like, if you're, if you're saying, it, I hope it's not my shit water, I want you to know your tap water came from shit water that went through a bunch of cleaning. No, you it know? didn't. That's what fucking... I live in the woods. My tap water comes from my well. Right, what that, are you talking about? All right, about? that's fair. I'm, I'm skeptical about well water, man. <laughs> <laughs> when you put the well in front of the house and the septic behind the house, but you got two houses behind you, two houses in front of yeah, you. Yeah, I want it's you... It's all coming from somewhere, man. Well, that's the, the thing. Yeah, <laughs> but it's all so, natural. It all disperses know, back into the ground. Yeah, from manure. You're right. Yeah, natural filtration, <laughs> I guess. But the whole thing of, you know, sewer so you systems, all it does is filtrate. So what it is, it's a machine you can put in your house that filtrates your own water. So it pretty much makes it so your water bill is probably going to drop about 85%, but you have to invest in this machine. So the machine itself, it's $4,000. Crazy amount of money, but I'm curious just how quickly you make that money back by installing in your home and reusing 85% of the water. Well, I'm glad I don't pay for it. Oh, I think it's telling you here. Garden slash pool washing machine. Ah, oh, laboratories. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, 
definitely buy it. <laughs> see, but you do. I mean, hey, <laughs> see stuff like this. Give it a couple years. Price tag will go down on an older model. It may be something hey. that's very good to have ten years from Who now. Knows? What's in the Who blue? Knows if What's they... that large one? What's the blue one? Shower and bath. Shower water. And Listen, bath. who knows? In the future, there could be a run on water, man. And the water, water starts getting scarce. What do you think is going to happen? It's probably be standing in every home. Yeah, well, just you thing. reuse your yeah, water. Who knows, man? It just makes... I, honestly, from a... Um, You'll be buying water? I guess from a um, um, conserving um, a resource point of view, I would say that's a great thing. I think... No, it is. That's I why think I'm saying more research, give it time. I, think, I would think more research has to be done on the environmental Absolutely. end of it. Absolutely. Yeah, just to see just how, I mean, I think that's the whole question is they've clearly, for it to cost this much and for it to be on the market, clearly it has to be at like a pH level and a, you know, as far as like ammonia, all the other chemicals in it, it has well, to be at a certain level to be considered drinking or fresh water. I hope we don't add the chemicals because I can't even get my pool clear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can never get the pH. Yeah, we, no, have a pool the iron and the water, it's... Yeah. There's some stuff that you but can't... Hey, listen, for, I would think for some countries, like, uh, I guess, third world countries where they don't have access like oh, we absolutely. have and they have to limit themselves on water, that's a great idea because, you know... Well, that's what I'm saying. Give it time. These things will get cheaper. You're going to have entrepreneurs flying these things out to third world countries. Yeah. That's it. We're done with the segment. Oh, I guess unless we're not done talking about the Hydra Loop. I don't know. I didn't really think that that was the invention that you were going to bring up. I mean, you never know. I never tell you what it's going to be. Yeah, that's a good point. You make Hydro lube. Flush it. Clean it. Wash it. Drink, drink it. it. Yeah. <laughs> that is disgusting. The hydro lube. What am I doing? I've heard from from a little a little butterfly that you also have a new segment. Oh, I don't have a new segment. We have a new segment. Well, yes, we have. And the segment is going to be called Unit of Language. Unit of Language. Mm. Max, don't talk. Sorry. We're entering the Unit of Language. For a look into the words we use and the power they can hold, join us in Unit of Language. All right, guys. So our new segment is going to be a little on the rough side this week because it's our new segment and we're just getting started doing it. We don't have a lot of research into it right now, but we want to we want to we want to talk a little bit more about language and maybe grammar and words and stuff like that. So we're going to try and bring up a word each week that we can go into detail about and talk about what exactly the word means, what we think about it. Um, how it's, you know, used when people talk, um, maybe how it's translated. Of, yeah, you can bring up, like, if, if you think of a word and where in your life you feel like that word kind of, like, connects with something that's happened in your own life. It kind of, like, what the word means to you in that sense. Please give us feedback, too. Um, so, the, the word that I wrote down, I feel like I could have done some more research in, into, but I do believe it's appropriate for this episode because we're talking a lot about, um, you know civilizations that come from space and um the solstices and things like that whatever you know the solstice coming up in these coming days i'm very obsessive about the solstice it means a lot to me so the word that i picked was universe 
Um, oh, Jesus. Big word. I feel like it's a very appropriate word, and maybe even the best word to use as the first word because universe. You know, what what are we? Where do we come from? Where does this realm of existence um, happen that we all experience? The universe. That's where it all starts. So it's a good starting word. The universe. Um, tell me what you guys think about that word. I want to find out more about exactly what it means and what it breaks down to. I guess as far as the universe, the first thing I think of is that the fact that it made itself. That's That blows my mind on the fact that there was nothing, and then that's why time doesn't really exist in a sense, is that there was just nothing, and then at some point it, it just, I don't know, it thought to itself, or it was like, but this should be something. And then it just was something. And it's just... And then time was kind of created in a sense of movement and quarks, just moving in space and then getting closer together to make gases, to make stars. And then the world, the universe just starts getting made. Well, what, what consists of a universe? So you a got universes. Universe. Well, no. So universe is what? Is, I know we live in a solar system. So how many solar systems are in a universe? How many solar systems are in a galaxy? Exactly. So who knows, man? That's a big, that's a, that's a deep topic. Yeah, uh, I don't know, as far as me with the word universe, I just think about like broadness and like the house insignificant something as you're like, okay, I, uh, I spilled my drink off of the dinner table and you get pissed and then you think, what does this actually matter in the scheme of things? That happens to me a lot as far as, and especially bigger things, you're like, but does this really matter? Because look at everything, look at everything from the past million years, does that really matter? Because... In a weird, it's almost a bad feeling. It's like the insignificance, but it's almost a better feeling. You know, it's like it didn't matter in a good way. So I found something interesting on the internet. I really wanted to look into this because I've seen this quote before talking about how universe essentially means one song, universe. You know, oh, everything, everything in existence is the universe. It's one song. You know, we've had vague conversations about this recently, but yeah. a lot of people go into this talk and uh, point fingers at hippies and stuff about talking about the oneness of things in nature. But the more you you dive into biology and science and things of that aspect, it just comes obvious that everything is connected and interwoven so one song does seem like an appropriate term for the word universe but i don't know how real that is so i started looking things up on the internet about what universe one song actually means and i just found this picture that i think is pretty cool so uh i just want to read it it says i'll show you guys real quick it says universe one song one truth and there's like this I forget what that 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 star is called. Like the star of David. Yeah, there's a term for 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 what it's actually called with the amount of points. I fucking forget, but it says words cast spells. That's why it's called spelling. And we talked about you know when I said how you know words and thoughts are almost like a way of you manifesting your thoughts into reality and making them physically possible. He's, di he's diving into wizardry. Wizardry. <laughs> wizardry. I'm a warlock. So it says, uh, words are energy, use them wisely, because they cast spells. And then, I didn't read this part, but it says, Abracadabra is actually from the Aramaic language before Hebrew. Uh, the phrase, Avra, Avracadabra, which means literally, I will create as I speak. So, you know, when they portray magic magicians saying Abracadabra... You know, it's like like a wizard Those or something. Yeah, they're, uh, something. he's he's literally saying, "I'm a wizard, and I'm gonna create shit as I speak." 
So like, you know, abla kablabla, wubla vadubla. Like like when somebody calls you an asshole, they create anger. Exactly. <laughs> hey, well, look at what the next part of it just says. The cell in your body's the, the cells in your body react to everything that your mind says. Negativity brings down negativity brings down your immune system. Ooh. Yeah, so I can contest to that. Some guy walking around the street just fucking with his dick out calling people assholes like he's the shit. He's fucking putting negativity out there and bringing people down. He's literally bringing people. I mean, if you feed into it. If well, you let that motherfucker get under your skin, he's, 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 he's letting you feed into it. Well, that's why it's literally possible to die from heartbreak. When people have been married for 50 plus years and then their husband or wife dies and then they die a couple days later, that is literally dying from heartbreak. Not a condition, not a heart attack. They literally die from, in a sense, depression. That's some spiritual heartbreak. shit. That's, that's kind of insane to think of because it's not, that's not a deadly condition, being heartbreak, but it can be. It's such a weird thing to think about. Yeah. So what's your take on the universe? The universe. Do you, do you have a theory? <laughs> do you have a theory on how you think the I, universe I, honestly, started? To tell you the truth, I never really... I know you're very skeptical, yeah, so... I never really dived into stuff like that. I mean, what you're So I'm sure you know, I, I'm sure you know of probably a, thousand, a dozen or two theories of how the universe has come to be but you're skeptical so you would never really point at one honestly i you know what to me it's um, it's all up for debate yeah it's all up for debate man and and honestly i think the universe and the universes because i think there's more than one i think it was created by one creator um even though i don't believe in any kind of religion do you think a piece of that creator is in not just us but every piece of life everything from the smallest atom to the biggest creature, I like to that. a star, a tree, a I planet. Like that. Everything has energy and puts out energy, I believe. And it doesn't matter what planet you're from or where you're from. And, you know, so this depiction of God looks like us and he's sitting on a throne with a big white beard is horse shit. Because to me, God is something you couldn't fathom. God is everything. It's in everything. It's any. It's any. He's omnipresent. I. That's what I think. Om- that's my my opinion. He's so, all-knowing and all-seeing and all-being. Correct. That's what that's what. He's I everything. Think. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a deep... I mean, that, that was a good first-time word, though. Yeah, it makes universe. Thing, puts your thinking cap it's, on. It's but, the yeah. start of it all. Yeah. Like, uh, the one one thing I will bring up, just for a small story involving the word. First time I thought about the universe was, like, I think I was seven. I was in Poland. This was about... I think this was one of the first times, if not the first time, I was away from my parents for longer than a month. So, being a little kid, homesick, away from friends and family and i had this very weird very quick moment of realization that like things were so much bigger and like i'm gonna involve the universe with death in a way because i thought about outside and like what earth was and then i thought about death and what happens and there was just a moment where i was literally playing basketball by myself at this basketball hoop at like a grandmother's friend's house it was like i was just by myself and i just broke down in tears it was out of nowhere i just dropped on my knees and i remember when i was seven because like i was like hyperventilating i'm like what happens when you die what what's going on do, do i matter and i like it was all so fast it was as if like my conscious just awoke and i was like and i freaked out my sister came over and we had we had like a relatively long discussion because you know she's my older sister trying to calm me down and explain to me 
death and what I can or what she can interpret of it, especially at the time. If yeah. I was seven, she was what, nine. Yeah, what, would you, what, what did your nine-year-old sister have to say to I'll you about honest, this? I can't tell you that I remember. <laughs> it's it's interesting to yeah, know, yeah, though. No, it's, I, I can't remember exactly, but she would just remind me about church because we went to church and Sunday school and all that, and she would just say that afterwards there is a good place and a bad place, heaven and hell, and you have to be a good person. And she laid it down straight for you. She was like, like you better be good, dude. As far as I know, that, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I don't follow that at all. But at the same time, I went to Catholic school as well. You can see, you know my struggle. So being at that age, and especially that being taught, like that's all you can really think of. And as I grew older, I had different ideas of death and what might happen after. But as a kid, just being, just understanding the insignificance of everything and if there's anything past, because the universe also kind of does include death, because if there's something after, I'm not saying there is, but if there is, and you know, they say about different realms and I, a good uh, a friend of mine last night brought this topic up. Um, so who's to say, you know, I mean, she believes like, you know, in, in energy, you know, you move on, you're here being tested yeah. and stuff. I don't totally disagree, but I'm kind of like on the fence about it. But like, what if she's right, though? What if what if like what if this is like your trial? Like what if, what if it is what if what if you're not meant to be what you are, but what what goes on here? is what judges you there and then you move on to the next like so who knows man who knows here's my take on it a little take on it so you brought up the whole star thing before and how everything has that aspect of the creator in it and we literally do come from stars you know that's proven by science um as as far as they can prove it but from what they know and how molecules work you know stars exploded billions of years ago and that is where the the chemicals that created everything in space came from to create us so what i think real quick i just want to say that the whole death thing is i think something that um people in society today do have uh, a lot more of terms to come with when it comes to that aspect of life because it is a natural part of life and once people do start to think a lot about it they do have those crazy existential moments where you're not brought up learning that it's a natural part of life so it can scare you but when it comes to the whole evolution of stars breaking down and turning into us thing i kind of think maybe it's possible that after this um form of existence you know we we are stars essentially you know in an abstract way we are stars evolving so after this realm or after this passing we we, yeah well this body will cease to exist but your consciousness or whatever it is something will go on because we are an ever evolving state of this universe energy with the energy because energy cannot um, be destroyed and I'm sure you know that you probably know that energy cannot be destroyed or created energy just gets reused Yeah, so you, you bring up a good uh, Point with all that, but you know going back to what you're saying with the stars So everything well bodies are made up of like you ever notice like when you, you take a vitamin and you, in your blood You got iron. Yeah, you take you're, you take, you're putting metal nickel, in your body. You know, it's copper or certain things, <laughs> you know, but why not gold? It's a metal right? But if you go back, going back to the ancient stuff, just a real quick hit on that again. You know, you heard about monatomic gold, right? Ingestible gold. That yeah. That used to take. Yeah. And they talk about it in the scrolls. And it gave you longevity. It let people live to be in their hundreds, two hundreds. You know, like, very long. You know, what's up with that today? And why is gold such a precious thing over every other metal? Why is gold always, like, the main topic? You know, if gold puts out 100% what you put into it, 
as far as conductiveness and all this other stuff? Think about it. Right? That's interesting. I'm going to look into why that. Is gold yeah. not, why is gold not in the centrum bottle? But copper, ink, iron, all these, zinc, all these other metals are in there, but not gold. But they talk about it in the ancient days, how they used to put monatomic gold in bread and ingest it. As a matter of fact, there's an article, they actually found some, uh, I guess they were in jars, pieces of bread. I guess they were sealed tight, so the bread was still good. Not good, I mean, they're not eatable, but... It was, it was preserved. Bread, and it had monatomic gold in it, so they were ingesting it. And they talk about how everybody lives to be 500 years old and all these years old. Well, and the Anunnaki talked about it in these scrolls in the Sumerians. So, just food. Is, and why they were mining it on that level? Just food for thought. Is the is you ever you ever make you wise and live forever? <laughs> what about that Bacardi or some shit? They, isn't there that Bacardi bottle that has gold flakes oh, in no, it? No, 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 it's vodka. gold slager. Gold yeah, gold yeah, gold. That's, that's monatomic. That's monatomic. I'll drink a whole bottle. No, that's not. That's it fake. won't make that's, me live forever. Yeah, no, there's, 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 is it there's real gold? Tequila. That's not real gold. No, it is not. I that's thought not it was. Real. Dude. No, it's gold flakes, isn't it? It's it's not real gold, man. I, you Google it. I don't know, man. I'm just there has to be a reason. I have to tell you, I drank, I drank a whole bottle of that one night. I had a bad time with that. I, I could have <laughs> shit out on bracelet that because yeah, yeah. I, I drank a lot of that stuff. But, you know. Yeah. From what I've heard, they, they do put real metals inside of alcohol. And literally just for the pricing there's really no other reason i'm sure there isn't a good flavor i don't gold. know i heard if you know if you don't digest gold the, the right way it's deadly it's either deadly it says it's in there yeah it's either deadly or it's it has to be in a monatomic state well wouldn't it like rip your asshole open i don't well you said it's gold. <laughs> i don't know how much gold can it possibly be? i'm curious how much you it touch it it just rubs away like nothing the stuff in the bottle yeah well, it yeah. Says, the second you touch it, it just rubs away like nothing. It says like it's nothing. approximately 13 milligrams in one bottle. Yeah, 13 it's, milligrams yeah, is not. That's, that's that? the thing. It's shaving. What is that, yeah, right? What yeah. is, that? <laughs> is that a carrot or something? Yeah, that's... that's dude, it's... Not even. I do. No, absolutely. I, I mean, if it's listen. $25 for a bottle of gold, it's literally <laughs> dust from yeah. the bottom of a pan. Yeah, just to give yeah, it that gold. I, yeah, yeah they sell gold flakes and bottles on Etsy and shit. This stuff's not expensive. Yeah, it's not a lot of gold. Yeah, it's... Like I said, I mean, to ingest it, I, I don't know. That's just food for thought. It just man. lets people feel like they're being bougie, so they go out and buy it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yeah, guys. Uh, I hope everyone has enjoyed this episode. It's been it's been a good one. It's been a fun one. And it's been real, most of all. That's what yeah. I like is some real real conversations. This is one of our best friend's fathers, so it's cool to have yeah, him I here. I appreciate and have... that you guys having me on. Have yeah. me back anytime. Oh, yeah. We'll definitely have you back. We have plenty of topics we didn't even touch on that you know about. It's funny because yeah. you, up until now, you didn't have a podcast with us. Now yeah. you do. But earlier today, I was I was already thinking about having you back before we even actually <laughs> had the podcast. <laughs> oh, I got some topics, boy. You want to talk, I was like, give it a couple yeah. years. You know, we're going to blow up some more and then yeah. Craig come back. Yeah. Yeah, but absolutely. Well, if you ever want to come back, let us know. We'll do the same. Yeah, let's see. Um... Next let's see time how we fail. Let's see. Let's get some people. In. Now let's that see. we now let's that get, we... get the the fan base out there. Exactly. See if everybody wants guys, me back. Maybe you guys can give <laughs> us some feedback on things you want us to dive into with Craig. And um, even if you don't, you know, now we know what you know we, we got going here. You know, we got a little bit about movies and ancient civilizations and um, the history and stuff like that. So next time the three of us get together. Maybe we'll each have some more um, in-depth notes of stuff that we could talk about, have a more structured conversation. But 
all in all, Absolutely. I had fun. Yeah. yeah, just throwing some questions, suggestions, recommendations, and anything. It's just a rating. Just email us at maxandlou at gmail.com. And uh, we will all see you next time. Thanks, Craig. All right, take it easy. Thank you. Have Peace. a good night.